Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to chat mental health with amazing humans. For this episode, I'm so happy to invite Corey Dale to this conversation. Hi, Corey. I was going to say good morning. It is good morning for you. It's good, good evening for me. It's bedtime. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're coming in late. I'm coming in early. So um, we'll, we'll work through this as, as quickly as we can. Um, pain free, of course. Um, so fabulous. Thank you for joining me um, for this conversation. It's so great, especially for this uh, podathon that we're doing at the moment, the 24 hours. This is episode uh, 18. I have to check my notes, but this is episode 18 of 24, which is incredible. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this chat as well, because we first got to know each other, I guess, during the pandemic actually it was the I, was, I think was. originally I was going to be coming out to see you guys at one point and um and you're based out in Canada and you're introduced to mm -hmm. one of my clients so that was just amazing to have that opportunity to to plan to come and then things changed we did some work together remotely in these virtual environments but it's just been lovely working with you really and I've just really enjoyed our relationship and building that relationship together we're talking about mental health and and really sort of trying to understand a little bit more about some of the motivations I know you're talking about a little bit specifically around the area you live in as well and some of the challenges that that you've seen as well but um, I'll let you do your yeah. introduction Corey but pleasure to see you lovely to have you on this as well well thank you so much Matt I mean I've, I've watched a few of, of the podcast and it's just amazing it's to be included with a group of of amazing humans that I've, I've listened to so I appreciate you uh, thinking of me uh, for that so um yeah I, you know in introducing myself uh, as I was saying it, it's difficult because do you introduce yourself as the wife um for nearly 30 years um to an amazing husband a uh, mother of two daughters, a grandmother to a nearly 13-year-old um, friend, family member, etc. Um, and sometimes we struggle with that identity because also I have an incredibly important role um, as the vice president of a global defense company. And uh, with that, and, and another thing that I do is I'm a co-founder of a, a charity for childhood cancer, uh, which also has some, some mental health links that uh, we've, we've experienced. So so that's that's kind of who I am. Um, lots of different things and and master of none, I guess. But no. it's uh it's it's good. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much. Master of many things, not master of none. <laughs> you, you, you are very important in your community and with the people that you work with and the, the role that you have as well. It's such an important role to help support so many people as well. So so welcome to the conversation. This conversation, of course, is going to talk about mental health. I really, I'm going to throw that over to you as a, as a subject, really, to, to tell a story around a little bit about you. You know, I want to learn more about you, as do the listeners and the people that maybe listen to this. We'd like to know so a little bit more about you, if that's okay. So tell us your story. Sure. Sure. Sounds good. Um, you know, I, I think my mental health journey started, uh, I started struggling with mental health probably in my teens, as most of us do, puberty and and some of yep. those things, I, I honestly felt like I probably, uh, I, when I looked around in my teen years, um, my life didn't seem to be what others had or maybe what I should be doing, et cetera. And I remember really struggling with that. Uh, I remember um, contemplating suicide. In fact, I had a, a full plan um, uh, when I was 15 years old. Um, it ended with an interruption of a phone call from a friend um, who uh, introduced me actually to um, someone that she knew, uh, who 30 years later happens to now be my husband. Um, uh, in addition to that, when I was um, 
you know, when I was 16 years old, I was, you know, we, as a child, I, I grew up learning that you had to work hard for what, anything that you wanted. And so I, I worked in a, in a small convenience store when I was, uh, when I was young to work for those extra things that I wanted that, that uh, were important to me. And as part of that, when I was 16, I was held up in an armed robbery um, and had a knife held in my throat. Now I wasn't harmed physically. And so unfortunately at the time, there really wasn't a lot of support. There wasn't victim services or anything there. And, um, you know, most people just didn't understand what was wrong, what, what I was struggling with. Um, and, you know, now when I reflect back to it, it really was uh, what I would think is, is PTSD um, and struggling through that, but, you know, how that ended up, you know, resonating through my life in different aspects. Um, but it also helped me in finding you know, where I needed to go and looking for the positives um, in, in life. And then you think, you know, I, I hung on to that, that uh, boyfriend of mine who, you know, we ended up being teen parents. That also was a struggle. One more step in the challenge. Um, when I was thinking about my mental health journey, I thought it's, it's like a good Canadian prairie road where it's just flat, flat, flat. And suddenly you're in in mountains, in the Rocky yeah. Mountains, and you've got to struggle, and and uh, you know every every step up, you have to remember that there's a downhill to also enjoy, and you know, just you just got to find those. So, you know that's uh, that's probably you know something that uh, I continue with, and uh, again, looking for those positives is really important to me. Um, yeah. And you know it's a it's a point of vulnerability as well to be able to speak up and. And speak out uh, to this, and uh, you know, it's been a, I guess, uh, you know, I was I was saying to you earlier, um, even in in December of this past year, I really really struggled uh, with mental health as well. Um, a year ago, we had been on a cycling journey in Vietnam, and uh, unfortunately, we were we were all swimming, having a great time, and one of our cyclists that was with our, our group uh, was swept away to sea and uh and drowned and this past year as part of the anniversary of his death i i thought i was okay yeah i thought i was fine and suddenly i found myself with a mountain in front of me and uh i just had to step back and say you know what is it allow myself that as well i think that that's really important be kind to yourself um you know and uh and give yourself that space um it took me a few days one of the things for me that i found is uh, physical exercise is something that's so incredibly important yeah. um, for me. It's easy to put away. I'm fluffy for a reason, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's something that uh, you know what we have to we have to just give ourselves it, that that time. Um, yeah. It's incredible what it can do to to bring your mind um, back and and so um, so yeah, back on back on the journey back on the journey and the journey's never going to end right it's just a constant so the road's going to be as long as the road will be and and, and there'll be there'll be challenges right and i think that's what i love there yeah. Corey, Corey, is you've identified some really serious impacts to your mental health breaking each of those down individually you know and and it's so important to to recognize that first and foremost to mm. recognize that that has an impact and i know you mentioned about when you were working in the convenience store and 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 what happened the event that happened there and and that came out a lot later 
in terms of the, the reaction mm. to that right and did you realize at the time when that came out that was what that was relating to or did you have to go back and get some support or how did you sort of get through that piece yeah that's actually interesting so i think uh, it would have been a couple of years later yeah um it actually was at uh, shortly after um the tragic um death by suicide mm. um, of a family member that my husband and I had just barely um, gotten married. Right. And suddenly we didn't know how to support each other. Um, and so unfortunately we ended up separating again, just, just uh, months after our marriage started and, and decided to, okay, let's, you know, let's get the help and then decide if, if it's, you know, on or off. Yeah. Um, and it was actually that support um, in, in individual um, counseling sessions for me that recognized that some of this was actually, again, um, I needed to work on me. Yeah. Um, if I, I'm a person who doesn't believe that you can give any more than you can give yourself. Uh, you can't give it to more, more to others, I should say. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, I, I always like to ask, you know, how people are doing on a scale of one to 10. And if you're only a six, you can only give a six. You can't give a 10 to somebody else if you yourself are only a six. Yeah. And so you really have to work on that. And that's something, it's okay to not have, you know, 10 days. Um, it's okay to not have eight days, but you just have to make sure that you're trying to always put that half step forward, that full step forward um, yeah. and, and working on yourself. So, yeah. Brilliant. No, it's, it's interesting. You, and you asked me when we came onto this about my numbers and, and I like that. I like this sort of form score, checking in with people to get them to give you a number that represents what's going on for them. I think it's really important, isn't it? It's, and, and we don't often do that. And I think that's something that's nice that you've, mm. you've sort of introduced. I know you do that with your colleagues as well and, and get involved in those sort yeah. of discussions. Um, so, so fascinating journey. I think, you know, some of those low moments, I just, if you're okay, I, can you just explain, and this is what I've asked many of the podcast guests to do, when you were in those low moments, can you explain the feelings that were going on for you, some of those thoughts that might be going through your head, what was happening? Yeah, it's, it's difficult because I think sometimes for me, especially as a leader, um, it's difficult for me to open up to yeah. what that actually is because I'm supposed to always have the answers <laughs> or I feel like I'm always supposed to have the answers. And yeah. so how can I, how can I get, get those answers? And um, I think one of the things that I struggle with is the what ifs. What yeah. if that had been me? What if that had happened? Um, mm. Again, I, I physically wasn't hurt. And yet, you know, and so you, in that back of your mind, I got, you know, when it happened to me when I was 16, I had counselors in the school system because I was still a teenager that right. um, said, you know, get on with it. And it, these are experts. These are people who are supposed to support you, yeah. you know, and, and they didn't and, uh, or they didn't in the way that I felt. And so then I feel like there's something wrong with me. Mm. What am I missing? How can I be, I'm being dramatic. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and sometimes it's just, I don't know, it's, it's really difficult to explain that. It just, mm. that you, you just feel sad. You feel you know, you know, there was a life that was, that was taken in, in December when we were gone and yeah. somebody that in a very short period of time, I've got to know and, 
and suddenly that was that opportunity was gone and it's those what ifs and stuff um and uh you know i know that you know a few days later we ended up in an ocean uh, resort area with crashing waves something that i used to always love and enjoy yeah. um and i really struggle to be around water now and that, that's something i'm going to continue to have to work through yeah. um it, it's certainly for sure um in reaching out um we have um, through our company we have a wonderful employee assistance program um that's there for all types of support and we really had to use that um etc uh again and just validate that it's okay um i think one of the biggest things is remembering to be kind um the anniversary of of uh, the drowning that was right before christmas so that's also you, you know the you know, a family doesn't yeah. have their father with them, um, and their spouse, and and you almost feel guilty. Like, you know, I remember when the, when I had uh, you know armed robbery, I actually had victims. Um, I think it's uh, remorse and, and and sympathy, I should say, for for the actual um, robber. Uh, it was somebody I knew. In the end, I had known him, um, and so you know the the you know, background, uh, his story or what I believe to be his story. Nobody ever really knows anybody's story, do they? Um, and so, uh, that, that sympathy of going through as well, it was something that that I really struggled with and and sometimes still do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you carry these things and and that's the the reality, isn't it? You can't just sort of go right. That's done. Park it, move on. It carries with you. And, And there are moments where anniversaries, you know, I talk about anniversaries when I train people of, you know, things that happen that, that nobody really knows about and, and they come around and, and, you know, like you've just experienced last Christmas, you know, with, with that situation and the tragic um, incident that happened. Um, yeah, it's, you know, but it's, it's recognizing it. it's really important. That's why I always try to encourage people to just take ownership of it and say, look, this is what's happening or this is what's happened. Um, so a couple of other things I want us to talk about really, if possible, one is about your work and the, com- you know, the company you're with and what you're doing with your team, because, you know, you are responsible for, for a workforce of people and, and, you know, it's been challenging over the last year in particular. And, you know, how, how's everything there? What's, what have you been doing? And, you know, what, what, what are your plans? What are your thoughts with all of that? Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously working in the defense industry, there comes with it an incredible, we have such an incredible team, young, innovative, passionate um, staff members. And with that, there's a very easy line to cross um, where you become so passionate and and you understand the impacts of what we're doing every day, that it becomes stressful and it becomes overbearing um, sometimes, right? And so one of the things that we had reached out to you pre-COVID was to have you come to Canada, as you said, and, yes. and help us deal with some of the, the mental stress. Nobody wants to, to be the person to let the group down, right? We've got a real, real knit team um, and we're growing, et cetera. And so, we, you know, we were looking to do that. Um, unfortunately, because of COVID, uh, that had to be put on hold, although we did have, have a great session with you and and look to have you know maybe a, a few more etc yeah. um you know when covid happened i actually got incredibly sick uh, and so had to be away from the team during a crisis of how are we going to get the team safely how are we going to manage this because it meant just a complete shift in in time 
Um, and so, so yeah, that was, uh, that was, has it been incredibly difficult for, for a lot of us, um, mm -hmm. changing our mindset that we can actually work from home. Um, we have great technology uh, using MS Teams, et cetera. And, yeah. and so we have, you know, great opportunities there for sure. Brilliant. No, and that's good. And you, I know you've been real sort of driving force when it comes to sort of encouraging people to talk and encouraging these um, sort of sessions, especially with, with the teams that are there as well, because you've worked through, haven't you? You've not really had a full stop. There's not been a pause or a furlough or a, anything like that inside. For no. You. So Yeah, with our team, in fact, I, what, what I did find is that some of our staff um, communicated to me um, I could feel it as well, is that you almost seemed somewhat resentful of those that are like, oh, I baked my 16th cake today. And, you know, like, it's just like, oh, we were working harder. We were we were trying yeah. to watch news reports and what's happening. Things were changing so dramatically and yeah. trying to keep everybody safe. That's the number one thing. Um, and that's that's a lot to bear and, and, and think through. And especially when I myself was not not feeling well. Um, mm -hmm. So. And, and, you know, the other side is supporting our, our team was continuing to work, but many, you know, had spouses that were um, in emergency services or, um, or in the health industry. So yeah. suddenly that's that's going through. And then also, you know, some their spouses potentially are losing their jobs and the financial side of things. And, you know, there, there's so many stresses that we don't yeah. know um, completely about. And so trying to support them through that. Um, yeah, plugging away and and trying to you know pave the way to something I don't know what it looks like on the other side. So it, it was extremely difficult. Yeah, for sure. Of course. It still yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not done, is it? So it's still still no. happening, still going on, still carrying on. So, and and then the other part of that was about community within sort of the area that you're in within mm -hmm. Alberta, within I think medicine as well, where you guys are. You know, you've you've had some really challenging times, right? You really have. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually even been featured on our our national news in Canada. Wow. Um, our community has really suffered from what they call uh, suicide contagion this last year, um, and it, it's difficult because again, having had an immediate family member um, also die by suicide, yeah, um, know the pain. I didn't know these these young men. Um, uh, men, women, teachers, um, you know, all, it, it doesn't seem to, to um, have any, any bounds, does it? Um, but specifically, there was a, a group of young men, um, friends, wow. um, friends of our staff members, and in fact, uh, for several, um, that shortly after each, um, and it, it's hard because not only how do we support our community, uh, our community is hurting, yeah. um, but how do I specifically support these staff members that are afraid to answer the phone because they don't know who's going to be next? Yeah. Um, I believe it was, you know, six or seven friends that had been lost um, in, a, in a small group. Our community is only 60,000 people. Um, and so it's incredibly difficult. Um, it's also involved you know children young teens um yeah. family members etc and it's just um incredibly sad and there's the stick the stigma um and i get it I, I truly get it it's hard to reach out it's so hard to reach out it's hard to talk about in canada we 
just last week had Bell uh, Let's Talk Day, very similar to yep. Let's Talk Day today in the UK. Um, and one of the things I, I guess maybe I struggle with is, of, of course, having a day to specifically talk about it, but it should be every day. Oh, um, it's, it's, We really need to yep. be talking about it every day. We shouldn't be holding it to one day and, and forgetting the, the rest of the you know, 364 days, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's it's something that is really important that we keep talking about it. I've I've been pretty vocal about the, the exercise program and things that I um, find helpful. Yeah. Um, my numbering system. I've had several people, uh, acquaintances, friends, family, uh, reach out to me privately saying, "Hey, what's your number today? I'm a three. Okay. Today I'm a six. Yeah. Today I'm." And, and that's okay. Um, unfortunately, you know, what I would let, do outside of COVID is say, hey, let's go for a beer. Let's go for a coffee. Let's go shop. Let's, yeah. you know, um, not so easy to do on video. Um, you know, a few text messages here, try and reach out to a few people um, every day. How are you doing? Um, but there's also, you know, we've got to also remember to take care of ourselves. Um, and that's, that's probably one of my biggest challenges. Despite yeah. what I say in my head, what I know in my head, um, my heart tries to reach out um, in, in ways. I try, uh, I try my best, and yeah, and that's and 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 your best is 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 good. You know, that's enough, isn't it? Something, and it's all you doing something is important that's the key reaching out and just you know and I've talked about this a number of times on these, but you know, just sending that message to somebody can can have a massive impact and that's what we have to remind ourselves is you know if they if they expect it then that's normal but if they don't expect it and often we can you know we can just drop messages to people randomly and and the nice thing is when you receive it and you're not expecting it and it's just a nice you know how are you what's going on and just checking in and and we can do more of that can't we um cory i'm gonna really have to apologize because we're running out of time and uh, these, these, <laughs> these oh, honestly i do why why did i set this up like this um we are really <laughs> running out of time i do i you know from from me huge thank you for for staying up late um and coming on this with me um i was <laughs> i was set to do it for 24 hours anyway but um no thank you for for taking part in this i really hope that it's you've you've you found it okay it's not been too uncomfortable for you any final words or comments you want to share to sort of galvanize the people that might listen to this or give them some words of encouragement or support um i think the, the there's two words be kind be kind to others you don't know their story you don't know their situation be kind to yourself um because you know especially right now we don't know what's around the corner and uh we right. there's there's no rule book on on this there's no you know there's no build instructions for this um we've got to just keep going working together as best as we can and just be kind be kind i love it yeah be kind such an important message so simple and it's something that we can all do and we can all just be a little bit more kind to ourselves to others and to everything else that's going on at the moment and and if anybody is struggling that's listening to this or watching this please know there is always resources and support out there to help you in your worries in your worrying time so please make sure you pick up the phone or chat to a friend or reach out to somebody if you're worried about somebody yourself there are resources that really can help, you know, Samaritans and I'm a Samaritan in the UK and, and in Canada, you have your own um, crisis lines as well, which, you know, make sure you know who they are, make sure you recognize that there are supports out there and really do remind yourself of that constantly. I keep saying it every time on these, but I will keep saying it because 
if one person takes a number and picks it up and gives a call, we're doing a good job and that's the most important thing. So thank you, Corey. Really appreciate your, your time today. I wish you all the very best with everything and I will speak to you all soon. Take care. Awesome. Thank you, Matt.